0: Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again.
1: From the yeah, Anajar yeah. and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Lavica Theo, and Stone on ESPN <laughs> 1063. What do you guys want to hear first, a Tyree kill divorce drama or a mysterious tale of three Chiefs fans being frozen to death outside their friend's house in Kansas City?
0: Uh, like, Like death, death?
1: like death death like frozen to death Ooh, outside oh their goodness. friend's house in his backyard in Kansas City which one do you want first Tyreek Hill or uh, the
0: Chiefs right. let's get let's get the bad one out first yeah let's get the death
1: all, right. all right well, well it, it is it is Ugh. equally as weird as the Tyreek Hill situation i just i guess i need clarity i want to i want to run it by you guys because i don't make any decisions in my life without you now so uh, i feel like i i need to i need to go through this with you uh before we do that Theo, some important goings on at the Palm Beach Kennel Club this weekend.
2: Yeah, man. Uh, I'm excited about this one. It's been a while since we've done it, but like we always do it this time, this coming Sunday, January 28th, pull up on us for the PBKC Sports Card Show. It's a, it's an important Sunday, too, might I add. It is Championship Sunday in the NFL, so I'll give you a hint as to what myself and J-Mart will be talking about from 10 to 11 a.m. for our live uh ESPN West Palm broadcast from there Florida's premier sports show we've got amazing vendors free admission free parking and prizes at the PBKC plus you can catch all the exciting OTB and poker action there's going to be big games and of course those Super Sports TV is going to play all of championship st- Sunday for you you can watch the Chiefs win and then you can watch the uh the Niners win and then we can have a big old happy family party afterwards go to pbkennelclub.com for more information Also, head to pbkennelclub.com right now, and you can sign up for the Hard Rock Bet app. If you sign up now, you get your no-regret first bet up to $100, and no better day to try that out than, again, Championship Sunday for the NFL. pbkennelclub.com. All
1: right. Let's start with this chief story. We have listing lunch coming up uh, as well. Let's start with this, and I promise you what I read to you is all real. I promise you this is unfortunately all real, but I don't understand how this happens. Every aspect of this story. This I'm reading from the New York Post. And the title is, three Kansas City Chiefs fans found frozen to death outside home a friend who had, quote, no knowledge bodies were there, according to lawyer. Three Kansas City Chiefs fans were found frozen to death in the backyard of their friend's home where they had gathered to watch a game, but the homeowner is insisting he had no knowledge that their bodies had possibly been there for two days. The bodies of David Harrington, Ricky Johnson, and Clayton McGinney were found on the evening of January 9th after the fiancé of one of the men requested a welfare check, Kansas City police told Fox. One man's body was found on the back porch of the home while the other two were discovered in the backyard. But Jordan Willis, the man who was renting the home, had no knowledge that his friends were freezing to death on his property after they had watched Kansas City take on the Chargers in the last game of the NFL regular season on January 7th. Quote, first and foremost, this case is 100% not being investigated as a homicide, Mm. end quote. Kansas City Police Captain Jake Batinia said quote there have not been any arrests or charges no one's in custody there are no specific threats or concerns for the surrounding community at this time the resident at the house was cooperative with detectives the day the deceased were discovered Uh, temperatures on January 7th and 8th mostly stayed in the low 30s before plummeting into the teens family and friends of the victims took to social media to lambast Willis quote this man was inside his home alive while my friends were dead in his yard for lord knows how long Kaylee Latier wrote in a Facebook post they were all hanging out since after the game Sunday he knew people were looking for them he read messages of people searching for him on Tuesday quote my husband banged on his door for 20 minutes Latier continued continued my friend banged on his door and then busted a window and yelled and announced her presence while she's inside and still nothing from him the cops come 10 minutes later and he comes out nonchalant in his boxers with an empty wine glass in hand nothing is adding up here's where it gets crazy guys what John what do you Pacerno? mean, here's where it gets, ah, okay. it's it gets crazy? It's right. been crazy. Here's where it gets more crazy. John Paserno, an attorney representing Willis, said his client had no idea his friends were dead until police knocked on his door. Paserno said his client was sleeping with headphones on next to a loud fan when people came looking for his friends and did not see a message from one of their wives until after police contacted him. The man also did not think it was, quote, unusual for his friends to have left their cars there overnight end quote according to the outlet like the rest of us Willis this is the homeowner is anxiously awaiting the results of the autopsy and the toxicology report we send our sympathies so First off, I'm having a hard time believing that, right? Like, the premise of this is three fans all freeze to death, which is one of the most extreme deaths you can have outside this guy's house. And this guy's been sleeping for the better part of, what, two days um, with a loud fan and didn't know his friends were, were dead. But there's another twist to this story. This also from the New York Post. Here's the headline. This came out about an hour ago. Headline, mystery deepens his fifth friend at Chiefs Gathering claims fans found frozen to death in backyard were inside watching Jeopardy when he left. What? A fifth friend has come forward claiming he was present at the Kansas City Chiefs watch party that resulted in three men freezing to death in their pals' backyard and has revealed new details about the trio's final hours. The fifth person, who has not been named publicly, had joined the group, David Harrington, Ricky Johnson, Clayton McGinney, at Jordan Willis's Kansas City rental on January 7th to watch the Chiefs game. The man told the outlet that when he left the home, Willis and his other three friends were still awake. The man also stressed he was not the last person to see Harrington, Johnson, and McGinney alive. Before they froze to death in Willis's yard and went unnoticed for two days. When his client left, the four other men were watching Jeopardy, indicating that the three victims were still alive in the early hours of Monday. Tauge's version of events contradicts Paserno's statement, which insisted that Willis saw his four friends out at the end of the night, then went to sleep on his couch. Paserno, the lawyer, also said several times that Willis, who allegedly slept on his couch for the next two days, unaware that his three friends were frozen in the backyard, only received messages via Facebook Messenger, and did not get any texts or calls something's not adding up here
2: well my biggest par- problem with this whole story and i still haven't gotten over it i've been thinking about it is like y'all had a watch party for Easton stick versus versus who was it the backup i forget now that is not the first question you should go
1: on yeah um, that, that's a really weird first question to have what are I they suppose. doing a watch party for for no, week 18
0: Nothing they're they're their team. here's my thing why didn't they get up and walk to their cars and drive home
2: you did a watch party yeah. that lasted into the wee hours of the night at your buddy's crib? But if you for a- weren't going to get
0: into the house, why don't you leave in right, your vehicle? Right. Something, something. Some uh, yeah, there's so many problems so, with it. So get this here as well. If in you broke inter- into the window, why don't you climb in the window and get into the house?
1: Right. Uh, in an interview with News Nation last week, Pissirino, that's the lawyer, and Willis, the the man who was renting the home, left his home sporadically January 8th and 9th. The lawyer backtracked on Monday and said Willis had only been in and out of his bedroom. Quote, what I meant to say is that he left. He was sleeping and he left his bedroom sporadically. End quote. Uh, this guy did something. Yeah, I was about to say, he's obviously I, I, guilty I, of stuff, Or they're
0: on drugs. Or uh, oh, plenty or, of yeah. drugs.
1: And he's trying to hide something about how the, they access those drugs or something right like you don't sleep for two straight days you don't notice that your friends aren't dead in your backyard frozen to death that's weird what's so, this
2: guy's occupation i have no idea that's the other question like how do you just sleep through a yeah. couple of weekdays like that
1: well, I think uh, if they, well, yeah, if the game was Sunday, you're right.
2: So they didn't find these guys till Tuesday. That's what I'm saying. And we're also talking about a Sunday, like, afternoon game. Why were they right. there watching Jeopardy until the wee hours, of, hours the, of the
0: morning? Something else yeah. was
2: going on there between all of those dudes. And uh-huh. if,
0: if you weren't able to pull yourself up off the snow, ice, whatever you're laying on, wherever they froze to death, you're obviously hindered by something yeah like exactly
1: you've been you've been uh, deca- decapacitated right. by something right or incapacitated is the problem
0: to the point where they them. couldn't move because right. if their car's in the driveway you get
2: in the car yeah. and leave and what did he right. lock them out of the house there's so See, many that's
1: the thing yeah like were they i i i feel like they're distressed in some way and he just locks up and says sorry dudes yeah like, i don't know like i don't know maybe that's reckless but this this Willis guy, the guy who was renting the home, fell asleep for two days. Loud fan uh, on the couch. Left sporadically, but then the lawyer says, "No, I meant from the bedroom. From the bedroom. I uh, got all these messages, all these things, and and didn't know that they were there." Uh, he's nothing's adding up here. So yeah. if,
0: if, if who was it who said we're not investigating this like a homicide?
1: Uh, the police, the if, actual literal wow. police. Now,
0: if you come out and say that, can you not go
1: back? Oh no no no! I'm sure yeah. they probably are going to start. I'm sure what they're trying to do. They don't want. I'm sure they don't want this Willis guy to flee, right? Um, so they're saying, "Hey, we're not investigating this like a, it's Holy a criminal act," cow. and that keeps him like, Phew, "All right, we're good, we're good." Because I'm sure as soon as they start really investigating him, they don't want him to become a flight risk, right? No, like, but there's no way that this doesn't become at some point a criminal investigation. Yes, is that's messed up and I think and when you're talking about frozen to death something's really messed up
2: and my first question to the witness stand is why did you guys have a watch party for Easton Stick and Blaine Gabbert <laughs> on a week 18 oh, game it was, that oh didn't God. matter
1: for either team it was Blaine Gabbert too that's what right, I'm saying Jesus. but
2: like legitimately I know you guys are like saying that's not the well, first an question answer. to ask what's the well, answer it's
1: probably not the priority but I guess that's good that lawyering on your part why I mean, they, have a watch party for Easton Stick and Blaine
0: Gabbert they got some action on it <laughs>
2: Some uh, action. Probably. Some, some action on the week eighteen game that nobody knows what the hell's gonna happen and it ended oh, thirteen to twelve. Don't act
0: like you didn't think about it. No, right, yeah, they, they got <laughs> I didn't even watch it. that game. They got an edge. Don't act
1: like Stone didn't do it.
0: Oh, I just I mean I know what the lines are. I knew who did what and what <laughs> they were projected to do. Did uh-huh. I do it? Probably not. No. probably I just not. Probably not. Kind
1: of.
2: Maybe you did Nothing about this story yet not
0: one part. Nothing. From the beginning
2: nothing. of it, when they got together for Easton Stick versus Blaine Gabbard. To the end of it, where they were dead outside of his house, right? In reason conditions for two days. I'm just to kidding. him
1: not knowing that they were dead apparently and sleeping for two straight sleeping days on a Monday and a days? Tuesday.
0: There's no. Uh, and then the,
1: the lawyer had to backtrack.
0: There's no, uh, there's no taking the trash out.
2: You're not going right, to get nothing. the mail. You're this, not
0: doing any of this stuff. If this dude's yeah.
2: job has anything to do or is tied in with law enforcement in any way, then I then a lot of this is going to start making sense. Then, yeah. And I'm so, I'm, I'm leaving it at that.
1: There's that story. Ahead and ahead. then how about this story? Yesterday, I'm on social media. This is after the show ends, and I see from the Sun Sentinel, Tyree Kill files for divorce in Broward County Court. You guys remember from Hard Knocks, uh, Tyree Kill got married in November to his wife, who was featured pretty prominently on the show, right? And Tyree Kill after I'm assuming what was a vacation with them, because you remember he uh, he tweeted off to Cancun after the Dolphins lost to the Chiefs in the playoffs, mm. right? Mm. So I'm assuming they went together, they get back from vacation, and again, this is my assumption, and he's gone to court, and he's filed for divorce. Tyreek Hill, literally 20 minutes after that tweet was sent, he jumped on to X, to Twitter, and he tweeted the following... Boy, no the heck, we didn't file for divorce, so don't put that in the air. We are happily married and couldn't stay that way. That's Tyreek Hill verbatim on Twitter in response to the Sun-Sentinel story. Miami Dolphins Tyreek Hill f- files petition for divorce in Broward County. Here's the problem, guys. Divorce petitions are public yeah. record. And guess what you find when you go to the Broward County clerk website? A petition for divorce from Tyree Hill to his wife. So Tyree Hill is adamant: we didn't file for divorce. Don't put that in the air. We're happily married. Here's the problem: somebody named Tyree Hill filed for divorce from the same woman that he just happens to be married to, mm. and there's a a a, a lawyer at all i'm looking at his website right now his name is uh uh gary f Ciletti, based out of fort lauderdale so how do we explain this if we were confused by three chiefs fans freezing to death outside the home of a man who says oh i didn't know they were dead because i was sleeping for two days on a couch how do we explain tyreek hill Filing for divorce, it's public record, we can literally read it and see it, but then Tyreek Hill says, no, we didn't, no, we didn't. How do we explain that?
2: We're living in a simulation? I don't know, like...
1: <laughs> I... <sighs> He's I lying. don't know. He's lying. He's clearly lying. You can't... I wonder, do you think his wife knew that he was filing for divorce. Do you think he thought that he was going to surprise her with papers? He's not happy. But then, all of a sudden... The news breaks because the Sun Sentinel. That's part of what they do is they're always perusing court records, public record. That's right. That, that's a lot of journalism right there, where you can find a story and they find Tyree kill filing for divorce, and he's like, "Oh God, I didn't think the media would find out, baby. This is a mistake. I, I don't know what they're talking about." I, d- do you think that's how this whole thing went down? <laughs> I mean, that's
0: insanity. So it's think- not insanity. What you said, I'm yeah. saying it's insanity.
1: But it would be insanity what I said. Also, how he thought he could file for divorce and not have anybody find out—that's the epitome of dumb. It's public
2: record, man. I mean, Tyreek Hill is uh, his football IQ is on point, but I don't think anybody's out here parading about what he what he knows off the field. You got married like a month ago, two months ago,
1: yeah, uh, seventy six days. Uh, oh if you're scoring, seventy six days of marriage. And I'm fine. Hey, sometimes things don't work, and it's better to get out. If you think it's not going to work. And maybe he has some resentment for whatever might have happened with the fire in his home. Maybe he thinks that uh, there was negligence on her part. Again, I'm just spitballing things here. (laughs) Maybe vacation didn't go well. Then he also knocked up
2: two other women while she was pregnant. Uh,
1: Well, allegedly two, maybe a third. She was one of Uh, the three.
2: They were all knocked up at the same time.
1: Was she knocked up?
2: I believe so, yeah. I think that's why they said three women pregnant at once and one was his wife.
1: Oh, okay. Um, I and I thought maybe that had something to do with the divorce, yeah. but apparently not. If he's the one you know filing funny? for it. You know what's funny? You can actually go uh, on the same Broward County clerk page where you find the divorce petition. Right above it are the two paternity suits that are sitting on it, public record as well, for Tyree Kill. Wow. With the two other women, and they say pending.
2: See? Those are the two um, other ones, busy. and then the third one's his wife. She didn't need a paternity suit.
0: There's yeah, right. Also, something in this story, <clears throat> you uh, you read – G O N, which Tyreek had typed out as gun. Typically, yeah. typically we use go- gone. for gone. that. Oh,
1: well, I'm not. I wasn't gonna try that. Married and gone. Stay well, there. I mean, you know,
0: it's our job, so I thought you just, you know, next time you see G O N, it's gone. Now I know. We
2: spelled it G O N E. Gone. We yeah, are I, happily married and gone. Stay that way. Yeah. Oh. See, so I, I, said didn't know, I didn't he know. I didn't know that gone? you needed a little. He said gone. Yeah, I no, He I said didn't G-O-N-E. Need,
1: I just didn't know when I saw G O N that you need a little sauce on
0: it. You do. You definitely do. Okay. Gone. Don't, like yeah go no, we gone. gonna we
1: gonna do that yeah I, I, yep boom we're gonna do it which one is more confusing to you, to be quite honest? like Be, be completely honest. <laughs> wow. Oh, come the on. This three, is easy. The three frozen <laughs> Chiefs fans outside their friend's home and the friend didn't notice uh, the three because he was asleep on his couch fan. with a loud fan for, for two days? Uh, or Tyree Kill filing for divorce and then saying, no, nah, I didn't file for a divorce. What are you talking about? Like, which one's more confusing to it's you It's
2: closer
0: than we think, but we're going
2: to go with the Chiefs frozen yeah, fans. Yeah, we're going to okay. have to go with the Chiefs frozen fans. I, I think – Tyreek Hill is just, is just unaware of how the world works, and he's learning every day. And I think he knows mm-hmm. now that public record. He's She's like, what's public thing. record? <laughs> Wait, are you talking about the same place y'all pulled up the whole, like, the battery stuff and all? Oh, yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, public record.
0: So, I mean, what's going on in Kansas City? We got people robbing banks. We got people freezing outside their homes. Yeah. yeah, uh, really? uh, God, is it you cost of winning?
1: To, you got to be hard to survive it, the big city. It, it's cost of winning. From it
2: that is. Now. It's cold out there, too, you
1: know. Yeah. Uh... On that note, uh, when we come back, a little listening lunch for your listening pleasure here on Levica Theo, and Stone. Which is more confusing to you, the three frozen-to-death Chiefs fans or Tyree Kill filing for divorce than saying, I didn't do that? <laughs> 888-760-3776. 888 Social media at KLV 1063. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. We're still happily partnered. Levicka, Theo, and Stone, ESPN 1063. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. Tweeted at KLV 1063 on Twitter, which is more confusing. Three frozen and dead Chiefs fans outside their friend's home with a friend saying he didn't know they were out there because he slept for two straight days. Or Tyreek Hill filing for divorce but claiming he didn't. Jabari messages in. I'll go with the deaths. Chabari, Chabari, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure, Jabari? Are you sure?
0: Oh, <sighs> man.
1: I was all—I almost said good times. It's not good times.
2: No, no, it's this is a bad times.
0: It's,
1: it's objectively bad times.
0: Dude yeah, was the one making a joke out of it bringing Easton Stick and Blaine Gabbert into the situation. Uh,
1: here, here's what joke. I'll say about that, though. It's it very seemed, It might have seemed a little um, insensitive, but from a comedic standpoint, I thought it was damned cold.
2: Thank you, but
1: also I mean, I d- <laughs> Theo, you went above and beyond there, and I didn't see it coming. And the sign of good comedy is when you go ooh, then you're like, ah, you're horrible.
2: That was good. Prayers up for the the lost lives, but I think that's a legitimate question. Like I'd say it jokingly, but yes, that's almost like having a watch party for a preseason game.
0: Now here's the thing: what you're doing right now is admitting as our, as this. You know, a Theo's Mega Chiefs fan that uh, you obviously didn't watch that game. No, I
2: didn't watch that game. It's insane. You know what? I have to. I think that makes him a good fan. Yeah. He values <laughs> his family and his free time. I legit, again, I've told y'all before, when it comes to watching sports, there's give and take. There's push and pull. And I value my relationship with my fiance, And she does not let me just watch sports willy-nilly every single day and night. So when I can right. give her a day, I give her a day. And I gave her that Sunday for so sure. So she
0: comes before Blaine Gabbert. It's a close one. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's almost as close as the whole Tyreek Hill divorce thing and the yeah. uh, and the Chiefs fan thing. But I'm going to go with her. Loved him at Mizzou, by the way. Hey, hey, uh,
1: lawyer. Hey, Mister Lawyer. I'm tired of my wife. I'm sick and tired of my wife. I need you to file uh, file a petition for divorce. I need out of this thing asap. Files the divorce. Goes on social media. X filing for divorce from wife. Baby, what is this? What is this? What is this, baby? We're divorcing? No, I don't know what they're talking about. I don't know what they're talking about. Uh, it's it's the media got to get me. Like, that has to be how that went down with the Tyreek Hill situation. There's no other way.
2: <laughs> like, that has to be. It's hilarious. It's ridiculous. I don't know. It's ridiculous. Yeah.
0: I don't get any of it. My brain hurts trying to comprehend yeah. it. Yeah.
1: It's like he got caught trying to divorce
0: somebody. <laughs> It's like,
1: no, baby, I wasn't messing with her. But look at your phone. You're, you're, you're telling her what you want to do to her in bed on Thursday. Oh no, no, no I don't know who that is. Someone, ha- someone hacked my phone.
0: Like, that's the same thing as that, but a divorce. So, you're married. I, I, I'm super young. I don't have the answers to this question. Is there any benefits to divorcing from a financial standpoint? Like, can you get out of something? Insurance? Like, I mean, what? anything that well, they can benefit I mean, from doing this purposely?
1: I, I don't think so. I mean, I'm assuming that there's a prenup or something that was already taken care of that's generally taken care of before you get married.
0: Maybe it wasn't taken care of, and that was the way mm. to get out. So, he's divorcing
2: so they can remarry.
0: But
1: then... <laughs>
2: Big brain yeah, maybe, stuff. Baby,
1: let's let's divorce and then I promise you in a month, once we get the prenup worked out, we'll get back married again. Perfect. Okay.
2: Pim you know, order of operations. You gotta divorce first before you can remarry under the right circumstance. I get what he's doing. This dude's smart. God.
1: And I I love I love great love stories. Yeah, Total man. 180. Uh, oh boy. Uh, let me tell you about the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. FAU.edu/slash/mba/sport. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. They are number one in the United States of America. What number? Number
0: one
1: in the postgraduate sport management degree. Top twenty-five. They're number one. Unanimous. Number one. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Be a part of it. And enjoy earning your path to a job, your dream job in sports. FAU.edu slash NBA sport. FAU.edu slash NBA sport. The FAU mba sport management program. FAU edu slash mba sport take classes on campus in Boca or online fau.edu/slash/mba sport the fau mba sport management program all right boys let's get our ears open let's get to attention it is time now for a listening lunch here on Lavica Theo and Stone Lamar Jackson afraid of Patrick Mahomes this from yesterday.
0: I don't like competing against him at all. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, I mean, he's a great quarterback. Um, Definitely a Hall of Famer. Uh, It's not even a – it's a no-brainer. He's definitely a Hall of Famer. Um, But it's just – I believe it's just two, two, two greats, um, up-and-coming greats just going toe-to-toe, you know, like a heavyweight fight.
1: I love Lamar admitting, yeah, I don't like going up against him. He's too damn good. That doesn't mean, by the way, and I didn't come up with the title Lamar afraid of Patrick Mahal. (laughs) That was me. Why do I get the – yeah, I I got the <laughs> sense that was from you. I don't think Lamar's afraid of Patrick Mahomes, but was, there are certainly infinitely easier paths to your first Super Bowl than going through Patrick
2: Mahomes. There's only one quarterback um that's been better at winning in the NFL than Lamar Jackson, and that is Patrick Mahomes if you go by win percentage. um, So, yeah, it makes sense. There's an appropriate fear. I was joking when I said he's afraid of Patrick Mahomes, but there's an appropriate fear when you go up against somebody – and you know that they are at, or maybe even beyond, your level of play. So you know you got to step it up.
1: Uh, let's continue on with our listening lunch.
2: Yeah, yeah like I'm that, huh?
0: Stone. Uh, yeah, it was the silence at the end. It's
2: the truth. It was just silence. Who's who's, who's better at winning than Lamar Jackson? Um, Bill Belichick. Quarterbacks. Um, active quarterbacks in the league is Patrick Mahomes. It's the only one. I think there are plenty of quarterbacks who can win.
1: I'm glad it's going down this way. I'm glad it's going down this way because, with all the questions around Lamar Jackson, if you vanquish Mahomes to get to your first Super Bowl, who can say anything about you after that? They're right?
0: going to try to take it away from Lamar and be like, "This Chiefs team sucks." Yeah,
1: they're going the uh, so to, to credit do. the defense.
2: They're going to credit. That's what they're going to do.
1: This is the uh, this is the worst Chiefs team that Mahomes has ever yeah, had. Yeah.
2: So. Yep. yep. So, it's simultaneously, it's the worst Chiefs team Mahomes has ever had, so we uplift Josh Allen for it, but then if Lamar beats him, it's going to be, the storylines is, yeah, like, the Chiefs didn't have enough, and this, Lamar got over the hump with his uh, defense.
0: The same thing would have happened to the Bills. They would have been like, Josh Allen, yeah, you got him, but this was the worst.
2: I mean, this same yeah, yeah, thing yeah, would sure. have happened. For sure, but we already witnessed the opposite happen, so. But we need to be better than
1: that. That's my uh, promise from the show, is we'll be better than that, and we'll give Lamar his, uh, his if, proper due.
2: If they get the win. If. If.
1: if. <laughs> but. You're on record as saying this one this <laughs> yeah. one scares you. You were downright cocky going into the Bills game. Your Chiefs yeah. fandom a little bit uh, intimidated to an extent yep. by, uh, by Lamar Jackson.
2: And we're a little more banged up. Or not we, the Chiefs are. Joe Tooney, all pro uh, left guard, well, you're will up likely too. be out for Sunday. And I am banged up. That's right. Yeah. My you know, right knee.
0: I haven't been able to sleep after hearing the news that Joe Tooney, the left guard for the Kansas City Chiefs, is out me? this weekend. I mean, Are like, you kidding like, me right I, now? I'll tell you what. When I heard that news, I, I took a walk. I was like, there's no way Joe Looney. All pro. Joe Looney. Joe Tooney. Joe Tooney was out this We're week. We're talking
2: about the <laughs> one Looney of the best guards Lake in all West of football. Star they're
1: San Francisco 49er Joe Looney. They're Offensive screwed linemen.
0: without Looney. I mean, they're screwed. Joe Tooney, by
2: the way, get his name right. <laughs> Tooney. Stone, Leranowitz. that's Ranowitz.
1: Yeah. Uh, listening lunch here on ESPN 106.3. Lavica, Theo, and Stone. I wanted you to hear from uh, Comcast Charlotte. This is Eric Collins. He is the broadcast boy, voice of the Charlotte Hornets. The Hornets beat the Timberwolves the other night, 128-125, despite Carl Anthony Towns of the T-Wolves going for 62 in that game. It was the first half, though, where Cat... Was unstoppable. 44 first half points. This was a three to bring him to 41 late in the second quarter. Listen to this call from the Charlotte Hornets broadcast team.
2: 38? No! 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 Are you kidding?
1: Uh, let's hear it one more time, and then I want you guys to tell me if you think that is good or bad this is the hornets broadcast team with a full-throated no as cat unleashes a three for 41 points in the second quarter and then the subsequent reaction this from monday night 38 no What do you think of that? What do you think of that broadcasting call right there, Theo? I
2: thought it was gold. I, I honestly, man, we—it's <laughs> unprofessional, yes. It's uh, definitely outside of the box, but this guy is known for that, and it's fun. It's different. I, I got to give it—it's a A plus plus. If we were grading things today, I'm giving that an A plus. <laughs>
1: Stone, what are you uh, <laughs> Stone, what uh, what what did you think of that broadcast call?
0: I think it's an A+++ plus uh, plus plus plus. we talk about these guys like Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen revolutionizing the sport of quarterback. I think this guy is leading the charge and revolutionizing play by play. I swear to God yeah. and I mean that. There is a certain demographic that is into this. Yeah. We now know this guy. I don't even know his name, but I know exactly what his voice sounds like. I can literally hear it. He's changing the game right now. I love this guy.
1: I will say this as a professional play-by-play man, if FAU had a player that was about to go for <laughs> 44 in the first half against them this from Eric Collins and the Charlotte Hornets broadcast team would be the way i called a three pointer as well
2: 38 no oh, oh
1: man it's so good what it's the so heck? good and it, it perfect. And by the way, just uh, for the record, Carl Anthony Towns then in the fourth quarter was so bad that he got benched. Yeah. night where he scored sixty two, and he was a uh, a zero on the plus minus portion of the stat sheet. And the Timberwolves lost that game. <laughs> and his coach ended up crushing him after the game as well. This was a fun little side story. As a listening lunch continues here on Lavica, Theo, and Stone, I give to you Chris finch discussing his basketball team and his star that had just gone for 62 points on monday night ladies and gentlemen the disgruntled chris finch and there's lots of times when just because you've scored two or three or four points in a row or baskets in a row doesn't you know obviously we're gonna try to feed a hot hand look for a hot hand but at some point we gotta get back to making the right play we gotta get back to doing the right things um and um you know that's just uh like I said, there's a lot of ways to be immature. there's always a lot of ways to be immature
2: um and there was a lot of immature performances here throughout the the roster. We totally disrespected the game ourselves um and we got exactly what we deserved
1: so
0: chris did, did you also see i mean did it turn into Carl trying to hunt like a a, a big number and
1: yeah, I mean it was I mean, but for a while I mean it was going. Um, but, you know, down the stretch, we, you, uh, you know, kind of dried up for us. But, um, yeah. I mean, think about it. Carl Anthony Town scored 62, but the Timberwolves lost. And a team that sits at the top of the Western Conference, their coach rightfully had to call them out for, quote, disrespecting the game. They lost because even. A burgeoning superstar like Anthony Edwards is openly feeding Carl anthony Towns, who, according to reports, the entire team was keeping track of what Joel Embiid was doing against San Antonio, scoring 70 points they were giving and getting regular updates. And after the first half, determined that they were going to get Carl anthony Towns to 70 points instead of focusing on winning a basketball game. I mean... That right there is basketball malpractice. And what Chris Finch said, with his team openly trying to get Carl Anthony Towns to 70 because he's in some weird head-to-head with Joel Embiid, who's playing in a completely different game and you end up losing because of it, I feel bad for Chris Finch. That's, that's a bad locker room if that's what you're doing.
2: You, you bring in a guy like Mike Conley for a reason. He's supposed to be the vet. He's supposed Come to have that on. kind of voice. That team, the problem is, they're, the true leader of that team is Anthony Edwards, and he's like 23, 22. Right. And he's prolific, right. but they need a real vet that has a real voice in that locker room. Uh, and not it's not like, Carl
1: Anthony Towns. It like that's embarrassing him. for Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. And he got benched. He was Come 2 on. of 11 in the fourth quarter just chucking. He got benched on a night. He scored 62. You know how hard that is to do in the NBA? <sighs>
0: I, I'm sorry, but Carl Anthony Towns is the leader of that team.
1: What? Well, that, that is and, a and bad it shows. Sign. That behavior shows. <laughs> that be, you, you might be right, Stone, in that behavior and the subsequent coaching reaction shows that, yes, Carl Anthony Towns is the leader of that team.
0: Like, To even dare say Anthony Edwards is the leader of the team, is blasphemy. No, no, I'm saying he's the best player on that team. Sure, I think it's it's known, but Carl Anthony Towns, I'm sure he's very vocal on that team, and I think at times it's obvious. They don't respect that man like that. Which may be the problem, just saying, Cat is at the forefront and the number one for these guys.
1: I just feel like, what's not to love about the Timberwolves, right? Like, they play a fun style, Ant is awesome, they've had a glorious season to this point, and it gets marred by stupidity like that. Like, what are you
0: doing? They're really good yeah, against the no spread point. this year, too.
2: <laughs> but that's what you get when you Thank get a you. Carl Anthony Towns-led team. How old is Cat these days? Like, 28? Definitely. 29? Like, he's this is something you do, like, year three or four. This is not something you do as a guy that's supposed to be the quote-unquote greatest, you know, big man shooter in all time. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm disappointed in Cat.
1: Listening to lunch here on LaVica, Theo, and Stone. That's Theo, that Stone. I'm Ken. He's 28. You said Carl Anthony Towns. Seems like he's been in the league for like 15 years. Yeah, at one this and point. done. Uh, Oh, yeah, I guess the one and done probably does help that that feeling a little bit. Inside the NBA last night, and it was Candace Parker discussing the virtues of Jalen Brunson, who Knicks Media is openly calling the best point guard now in franchise history. And you can't really argue it, and he really is what makes that entire engine go. Uh, He's received some pushback on whether or not he is a superstar, whether or not you can be an absolute A-go to player on your team at the height that Jalen Brunson is and it was Becky Hammond Las Vegas Aces who initially floated that Candace Parker agrees and then listen to the Candace Parker analysis of Jalen Brunson. Uh, we've seen Jalen Brunson in the playoffs with the, the Mavs and he was number two number three came in played minutes supplemented Luca handling the ball but as a number one option last year in the playoffs Great first round, second round, not so much. So I, I'm in agreement with what? her. I do think that also we're talking about offensively, but defensively as well. If we look at what the Warriors had to do with Steph Curry in, in their runs, defensively, they had to have other top defenders around them. Can we can we hear that one more time, and I'll tell you when to stop it, Stone. Uh, she made a comment about Jalen Brunson not so good in the second round. Theo, just remind me, who was the Knicks opponent in the second round last year?
2: Heat culture, baby.
1: Uh, yeah, it was, the, it, was, it was the Heat. Let's just hear this one more time up to that point. Uh, we've seen Jalen Brunson in the playoffs with the Jalen Mavs, Brooks. and he was number two, number three, came in, played minutes, supplemented Luca handling the ball. But as a number one option last year in the playoffs, Great first round. Second round, not so much. So Right I- there. Second round, not so much. Great first round, Cavalier. Second round, not so much. Heat. Me as a Heat fan, <laughs> I seem to remember throwing my head into my couch over and over mm-hmm. because Jalen Brunson wouldn't stop hitting critical shots to keep the Knicks in the series. Guys, Candace Parker said Jalen Brunson, not so much second round. Jalen Brunson averaged 31 points. Over six assists, six rebounds, and shot fifty percent from the field in the six games against the Heat. That's pretty damn good. That's not so much, not so much. That actually is pretty damn elite,
2: right, Theo? Yeah, that was he was the the one person in blue and orange that I didn't want to see with the ball in his hands was Jalen Brunson.
1: Terrifying.
2: If there's anybody that needs uh, any kind of like scope, it would be a guy like uh you know. The bigger guy, the guy that doesn't get, uh, you know, all the stuff about his size, and that's Julius Randle who didn't Randall, show up as much.
1: who was a no-show yeah, in that
2: series. But, but And I know he had some – I think he was some kind of ailment, some kind of injury or something with Julius Randle throughout the series. But Jalen Brunson was a dog. He's not the problem with the Knicks. And I don't get why everybody keeps trying to undercut how good he is.
1: I, I get the height thing, and Becky Hammond might be right. But to say that Jalen Brunson, not so much good in the second round against the Heat last year – yeah. I, I just, that makes me question, and I like Candace Parker, but is she is she watching? And all it takes is to go to Google.com to find that your thoughts are completely wrong.
2: Yeah, she's about wrong. About
1: Jalen Brunson. Like, she's just wrong. And there's your listening lunch here on a Wednesday on Levicka, Theo, and Stone. When we return, what the hell does ESPN do now with Doc Rivers, now the head coach of the Bucs? They, uh, they need a broadcaster. What's the plan? That's Theo, that's Stone. I'm Ken Levicka, Theo, and Stone, ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Lavica, Theo, and Stone on ESPN 1063. Hey, a reminder, this is the final week of the South Florida Fair. Go get your discount tickets right now at Publix or at SouthFloridaFair.com. My suggestion, I would go during the week. It's going to be shoulder-to-shoulder packed on the weekend. So just go during the week. Go during the week, South Florida Fair. Get your tickets at Publix. Or at SouthFloridaFair.com. Live shark shows, marine wildlife, and immersive underwater experience. That food, those rides. South Florida Fair. World famous at the South Florida Fairgrounds. SouthFloridaFair.com. Uh, boys, it looks like, uh, according to the New York Post, Doris Burke is going to be elevated as the number one analyst alongside Mike Breen for the duration of the NBA season. Yeah. I think that that's the right call. Love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. 100% the right call. Got ahead. Yeah, it. no doubt. DB. Scary uh, Scary Terry is going to make his debut for the Heat tonight. It's the Grizzlies at Kaseya Center to take on the Heat right here on ESPN 106.3. Scary Terry will be in uniform. He's expected to go. I, man am finally going to be coming home from Houston. Number 22 FAU at Rice tonight. I'll be on the call of that. Guys, I can't tell you how much I miss home. With no internet for the last four days and it's been raining nonstop, Theo, nothing against your beloved Houston, but get me the hell home already.
2: It's all good. I get it. We'll trade places. I'm going to pull up on them.
0: Theo told me he right. loves the studio by himself and he thinks it should probably stay. He's, yeah. he's been saying some weird things to me, Ken. he
2: <laughs> <laughs> was saying some weird things. Owning the spot, baby. <sighs>
1: that's Theo. That's done. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.